is up, guys? Welcome back to a brand new episode of Throwback Thursday. And on this episode, we are uh, wrapping up our series of Mummy Reviews. Mr. Zeke. Mr. Zeke. Oh, here we go. Well, what's up? Are you ready? I am uh, ready to... Are unleash, you ready? I'm ready to unleash all of the anger. Ready? This, are you ready to star in seven different films? Already in the making in a new cinematic universe to compete with Marvel, DC, Godzilla. Are you ready, Mr. Zeke? You, you mean to tell me you're gonna set up a universe in one movie? Can't you wait? Welcome until... to. Oh God, it got canceled. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, let's. Oh. Uh, <laughs> we have our oh. talking about the mu- the mummy. <laughs> Uh, uh, how you doing, Robert? <laughs> uh, you are very depressed. I don't want to talk about it. Well, we we have to. We have to. The movie's killing my brain cells. We we have to do it, whatever it takes. To quote Captain America in Avengers Endgame, whatever it takes. It's because of Marvel. This thing exists. Thanks a lot, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, fuck you, Marvel. What the hell? Honestly, I blame Marvel for the current state of Holly- of big budget Phil- Hollywood movies. Dude, for real. Like, I mean, I love their films. Don't get me wrong. They're they making great they- movies, but they are the reason why we're getting more movies that feel like setups instead of payoffs. Because um, people are impatient. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Anyway, so let's get into it. Let's talk about the Mummy. 2017 was released on where was it released uh it wasn't it march june 9th or no 2017 it was God. june 9th of 2017 um it was directed by alex kurtzman one of the a-holes who wrote the amazing spider-man 2 <laughs> and it was written by three different people uh uh and stars oh my gosh i can't believe i'm about to say this casting list Tom Cruise, Annabelle Wallace, uh, Annabelle, Annabelle Wallace, is that her name? I can't, I don't even remember. Uh, Sophia Butella, Jake Johnston, and Russell Crowe as, what's it, doc, is it Dr. Jekyll? Mr. Yeah, it's Dr. Jekyll. Okay, Dr. Jekyll, okay, that's cool. Um, so I guess we're going to start like we always do with um, our memories. So, Robert, what do you remember about The Mummy 20s? Okay. Can I, like, start from, like, the very beginning? Because you know from the very beginning how I felt about this film. Oh, yeah. I, I, I remember too well. So go ahead. <laughs> okay, cool. I was excited. Yeah, you were. Like, 
I wanted to see my favorite Universal monsters come back to the big screen. One, because they already established the cinematic universe. They already had an I, I thought they had an idea of going on from it. Two, it would be kind of a full circle run, uh, what they did it back in the 1920s. So I was really excited to see them do it one more time for the modern audience and create, uh, like, you know, a brand new uh, genre, or not a genre, but like a, br- like a refresh start, you know? Right, a revamp. Yeah, a revamp. Uh, the casting was great. I thought everything was great, especially with their cast photo with Johnny Depp as the Invisible Man. Oh, yeah. Uh, I forgot about that. Because, like, um, honestly, like, they had a whole plan. I Well, at least I thought they had a whole plan going into this. Like, um, they just had an idea of where to go or how to execute this. I'm like, okay, I'm excited. They have a plan. And wasn't the um, trailers? Wasn't hard. Or, like, the, what's up? Wasn't Javier Bardem supposed to play Frankenstein? Yes, sir. Wow. I was super excited to see him, too. Yeah. Because Frankenstein's my personal favorite. And then Angelina Jolie was supposed to be, like, the bride of Frankenstein, I think. Dang, yeah. that was one hell of a cast, honestly. It did, Exactly. They had the entire thing planned out. Yeah. And then, um, as you remember... I was super excited for it. I was excited, uh, especially for the casting for the mummy and just like the look of the mummy mm-hmm. uh, herself looked amazing. And just the whole idea of this prodigium, like I'm a sucker for secret organizations. Right. Um, like Monarch with the MonsterVerse shield, et cetera. Like, I think that's dope. And that's like, you know, a good, easy way to like bring films together. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I first watched the movie, I tried convincing myself, okay, it wasn't that bad. And then we talked about it, me and you at school. And then it starts slowly unraveling to me. I'm like, oh, God. Oh, God. Please, no. It's impossible. Uh, How do you freak up that bad? So, yeah. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> My memories actually go back before a dark universe was even announced. Um, back in 2012, this was when I was just starting to get into movie news and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, they announced Universal announced that they were scrapping the fourth Brendan Fraser Mummy movie and that they were going to um, reboot the franchise um, and set it in modern day. Um, and originally they had the writer of Prometheus on it to put up a, dr- to come up with a draft for it. Um, oh, I remember that. And then uh, Len Wiseman, who was the director of the Underworld movies um, and the 2012 Total Recall, um, he was supposed to direct it. And then he left in like 2013 because of uh, creative differences. Um, and then in 2014 or 15, I can't remember when, but they, that's when they announced that they were doing a shared cinematic universe. You know what? It might, it it might've actually been 2014 because they were trying to set this up with Dracula untold. Um, at least I right. Cause they had an end credit scene in Dracula untold where, um, he was in modern day. Um, 
And then I remember Andy uh, Andy Muschietti, who directed It, Chapter 1 and 2, was going to come on and do a Mummy movie. And I, first of all, I got to say, could you imagine a Mummy movie directed by Andy Muschietti? How down for that. freaking horrifying that movie would have looked. Oh, would have been so like it cool. Been true horror. Yeah. Um, but he left once again due to creative differences. Um, and so they brought in um, Alex Kurtzman because he was helping shape the, the story for the cinem- for their cinematic universe, which is not happening now. Um, but they brought him in because he had directed a couple of small little independent movies. Um, I've never seen either of them. So what are they? Huh? What are they? Uh, I what are like the films. Uh, I actually don't even know. I can't find it here on the Wikipedia page, honestly. Now, now I'm gonna look it up. Has he even directed a movie? He has. He's directed like two small movies that I can't that aren't coming to mind. Um, so none like big and stuff, right? He wrote. Well, yeah, he's written some big movies like the star trek movies and i'm talking about like like directed like a big budgeted movie uh let me see well let's take a look here uh directing um no he's directed episodes of tv series and then one movie called people like us never heard of it yeah i never heard of it either um but he did direct an episode of the new star trek series that's on the cbs all access called Star Trek Discovery. Um, so he's had, he has had directing, you know, experience. Um, not enough in my opinion, but. Oh yeah. But um, yeah, I just remember him coming on. And then I remember hearing that Tom Cruise was announced and I fell off. As soon as Tom Cruise signed on, I was like, Oh my gosh, this is going to be a disaster because I don't. I'm not the biggest Tom Cruise fan. Okay, I like some of his movies. Like Risky Business is actually my favorite movie of his. Honestly, weirdly enough, um, don't ask questions why. Um, Risky. Uh, I I love him from Risky Business, and I like some of the Mission Impossible movies, like three of them, but not three really. of them. Yeah, like three of them. Um, it mainly the last three Mission Impossible movies I actually really do enjoy. Um, but, and then I heard that they were doing a female mummy, which that actually interests me, actually, you know, uh, a female yeah. mummy. I thought it was a different approach, something new, something different that they could explore with. Um, and they cast Sophia Boutel and I was like, okay, she had one role in Kingsman granted really cool part of Kingsman, but still not really enough for me to see her acting abilities. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. And then I just remember them hyping up the dark universe that and Robert teaser trailer though. Yeah. Do you remember that teaser trailer? Dude, the one where it showed, I a think bunch that of- had some of my favorite music out of anything. And I think that's one of my favorite intros. Yeah. I love anything how it tied all together with some of the older films. Like it showed clips from like Frankenstein and the original invisible man um, and the original mummy movie, which by the way, those are my three favorites of all the universal classic monster movies. Those are my three favorites. Um, 
and I remember them just hyping it up. And I remember it all culminated with, welcome to a new world of gods and monsters. And then, bum, 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 bum. And it showed the Dark Universe logo. And I was like, holy crap, that looks cool. Yeah, see, it hyped you up. It got me excited for the universe. I was still really nervous about the movie, though, because I thought the movie looked like complete shit. (laughs) I thought, especially with Tom Cruise's... um, scream in the trailer Uh, (laughs) do you remember the uh when they released the trailer uh it didn't have any sound or like background noise yeah and then you just heard the scream (laughs) 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 oh my gosh that was the dumbest thing ever um but yeah, no, I thought the movie just looked like complete crap. I was not excited for it like you were, um, mainly because of my love for the Brendan Fraser movie. I was still bummed out we didn't get another Brendan Fraser movie because um, I thought they needed a little bit of redemption for the shitbox that was the Mummy Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. But who um, knew? It was all connected all along. Yep, and we'll get and we'll definitely get into that. Um, and... And then I remember watching the movie, and I'm going to save the rest of those for my overall thoughts. And speaking of overall thoughts, Robert, what are your overall thoughts? Garbage. Deserves to put it in the fire. Never should have happened. Like, why? How do you mess up this bad with potential so brand, right? Right. It's literally like you have the ball. You have the potential to be the best I don't know, basketball player, football player, it doesn't matter. I don't do sports. <laughs> in the middle of clutching it, in the middle of like getting the final score to win, you drop the ball, shit on it, and then lick the shit off and walk away. <laughs> like, you mess it up. You mess it up big time. And I'm glad they failed. I'm sad that the actors are like uh, Sophia Botella. Like mm-hmm. I thought she was a great casting choice. Like she, I think she did pretty good. She was, um, she had to work with, right? But every single one, everyone else was just wow. Like like they they're half ass trying. Like oh, feel violated. Mm-hmm. I, I I had faith, Zeke. You did. You don't understand. You had so much faith. And they just threw it all away. Damn it. The bastards. Okay. So, yeah, that's it. Okay. Here we go. <clears throat> Here we go again. Um, this movie, (laughs) oh my gosh, oh my gosh, this movie, um, this, watching this movie tonight, well, not tonight, but like a couple weeks ago, this movie, watching this movie was like watching Kathleen Kennedy's entire run as the president of Lucasfilms. It is such a fucking mess. Holy shit. Holy 
shit. Forget just dropping the ball. They didn't even drop the ball. They threw it in a completely different direction and never got it back. They threw it over the fence and never got it back. Don't forget the shitting on. They threw it over the fence, never got it back. A dog shit on it, and then they looked, and then they, and then the, the, the ball deflated, and then they had to lick the dog shit off and repump it with air. But it's still a shit ball. <laughs> it's still a shit ball. Did you really think you were going to be successful with this piece of crap? You really thought people were excited to see this movie? I'll tell you the worst thing about this fucking movie. I'll tell you the worst fucking part about this movie. The fact that this movie, just like The Amazing Spider-Man 2, just like Batman vs. Superman, felt like a two and a half hour commercial for movies that we're never going to see. Batman vs. Superman was a commercial for a Justice League movie, for a version of a Justice League movie, that we're barely going to see like next year. You know? The Amazing Spider-Man 2 is a two and a half hour commercial for a Spider-Man universe that we're never going to see. It is just so fucking awful. Like, the fact that they tried so hard to set up an entire cinematic universe, not even taking into consideration that, you know what, we should probably focus on making the best possible movie we can make. Because people going into this movie are going to be like, well, how are you going to be different than the Brendan Fraser movies? How are you going to be different? But in reality, what they try to do, they try to copy the Brendan Fraser movie. Legitimately, the first five minutes of this movie are straight copying the original. I mean, not the original, the 99 version. With the prologue, with an opening uh, battle, a quote, battle sequence with Tom Cruise running through the desert, shooting a machine gun. Um, Like, it... them unlocking this entire tomb for the mummy, it is legitimately pulled straight out of Steven Summers' movie. I'm disappointed. And let's talk about those Easter eggs, those Easter eggs and setups that they had in this movie. This movie knew, like, you can tell the filmmakers were like, oh shit, our movie sucks ass. That we're just going to have to show a bunch of references and hope that people like it. If we show them a shot of a skeleton that looks like that looks like uh, Dracula, or a uh, a shot of the creature from the Black Lagoon's hand, you know, then yeah, then yeah. they'll instantly fall in love with our movie. They'll be fan. If we show a shot of the Gold Book of Amun Ra from the first Mummy movie. Then we're then they'll they'll instantly love us. They'll love our movie, and that's why we're connecting the whole mummy. It's so uh, franchise, even including this. One. It is so poorly done. I'll mention something right now that's in my negatives. Tom Cruise is a horrible character. His his character is horrible. You don't care about. Him. Oh yeah, he's the worst. But also, he's an asshole throughout the entire movie. He's legit. There's nothing charismatic about him. He's just an asshole throughout the entire movie. At least with Brendan Fraser's Rick O'Connell, there was some char- charisma with him. He cared. There was 
a lot of he carried a lot of uh, it. Brendan Fraser, you know, even with the yeah. shitty movies, the shitty mummy movies, he his charisma pulled through, and at least tried to make it to the finish <laughs> to the finish line. Sorry, I was choking on something for a little bit. You're choking on how bad this movie is. I'm, the, I the am. Movie this movie itself. is trying to poison me. That's what it is. Um, <laughs> this movie is trying to kill me so that it can um, bring in the god of death. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yes. And that subplot, speaking of that, that whole subplot is... Do you know, you know the god of death wasn't even used right in this movie? I get. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean... No, no like, dead ass, Like, uh here because it was they used set right uh-huh yeah set well set in the give me a second Egypt. Gods. let me find set real quick it'd be funny if uh set made it a- uh it was he-, he was a god of war wow that's a real departure yeah, uh, Anubis was the um, god of the dead. Yeah, which is why they used him so much in the Brendan Fraser movies. They referenced him a lot. Honestly, because he's the god of death. Yeah. Honestly, though, I feel like they could have gone with Set. That would have been pretty cool. Yeah. <clears throat> but, but they didn't. They decided like you know what we gotta recopy the brendan fraser everyone loves the brendan well that's fraser the thing this what movie is- you knew they knew the script was shit and they thought oh well if we have references to the brendan fraser movies then people will like us fans of the mummy movie will like us but i knew from the moment this movie started back in 2017 when i went to watch the movie in the summer of 2017 i knew from the very first opening scene that this movie was going to be horrible as soon as the movie started, I was like, oh, crap, I'm in trouble. You know? And then oh, no. I was waiting for it to get better. Even with this rewatch, I was waiting for it to pick itself back up and hopefully get better. But it never did. It just kept dragging on and on and on and on and on and on. And it is just, oh, my gosh. It is it better than Tomb of the Dragon Emperor? A million times, no. absolutely, it is. But that does not mean this movie isn't a, isn't good. It, it this movie shit, it's complete utter shit. <laughs> like I want to legitimately buy a copy of this movie on DVD and run it over with my car. That's you should definitely do. The that. only reason why I want to buy that movie is just to run it over with my car. I never want to own it. I never want to have anything to do with it. Because it is a disgrace to the Mummy franchise. The only reason why I own Tomb of the Dragon Emperor is just to complete the trilogy. But I don't really need to own the Mummy 2017. I don't need to. Because to me, it just isn't a Mummy movie. It's just a Mission Impossible movie with supernatural elements. That's a perfect way. It's like if, it's like if Ethan Hunt was fighting a ghost... In Mission Impossible. <laughs> a ghost. So. I like how we didn't even use a mummy as an example. Because 
in all reality, like, oh my gosh. Anyway, let's just let's just get into our positives and negatives if we even have any. Um, I have like two two positives. Okay, the Dark Universe logo is cool. <laughs> oh yeah, it's probably one of the coolest. Oh yeah, of the, the Dark Universe movie. logo is awesome. And you know what? I will say, even though I don't like how they used him, Russell Crowe as Dr. Jekyll is trying. It's a pretty good idea. He's, he's trying to get through this shitty script. <laughs> I don't know. He kind of sounds drunk half the time. Honestly, I'm not going to lie. I was hoping that we would see a spinoff movie with his character. Like, Could you imagine a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde movie? With him as Doctor Jekyll, that'd be awesome. That'd be that'd be great. That'd be so freaking cool. Um, but yeah, those are my only two positives. <laughs> um, my positive only uh, goes to Sophia Patella. I really like her as the mummy. I think she, with the better script, she could have done great and could have, you know. No, I think she looks great as the mummy. I think her mummy looks great. Um. I just think the character is so underwritten. She's just a typical bad guy, you know? At least with the first oh, film, yeah. Imhotep, you understood some of his motivations. Like, there's a reason why he wanted to destroy the world. is because he was doing it for love. You know, he was doing it for love. You understood it. And that's all you needed. But with this one, you don't understand. what. Why did she want to kill the baby why did she want why did why did she want to bring the... i like how she had to use the god or set to freaking kill a baby or a person in his sleep like yeah it's... uh give her the power to claim the throne They're like oh so what power do they uh give her to kill people in their sleep <laughs> <laughs> yes oh my gosh yes um all right, so let's get into the negatives. Um, I'll, the entire movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, in all seriousness, I'll, I'll, I'll start with this one. Um, obviously, the acting is horrible. Everybody, everybody else other than Russell Crowe is terrible in the movie. Tom Cruise is just playing Tom Cruise. Jake Johnston is so fucking annoying in this movie. I've never been more annoyed with Jake Johnston than be in this movie every time he showed up i'm so glad he got a what is it called like he he got a redemption with the uh, playing spider-man oh yes oh thank god he's like he's and i remember when I, I when i came out of this movie i remember saying if they ever cast him to play an older spider-man i'd be okay with it because he's got the he's got the wit he's got the the comedy you know uh, wit of Spider-Man, I would be okay with it. And later, you know, he would eventually go on to play a version of Spider-Man, but, and honestly, probably one of my favorite versions of Peter Parker, honestly. Um, oh, yeah. Um, the humor is horrible. Um, when your opening line for the main character is him talking about how he slept with a woman and kidnapped and took her map, um, that's really our opening. That's supposed to be funny. Like that's supposed to be hilarious. Like, are we supposed to instantly care about the guy after we, um, 
and uh, oh, oh, um, <laughs> oh my gosh, this is something I was making fun of while watching this movie. So Jake Johnston turns into a mummy, okay, but he turns into one by getting bit by a spider. He gets bit by a fucking spider and turned into a mummy. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm so confused. I'm so fucking confused. Because I always thought, you know, when a mummy, when, you know, there's like, there's like a whole ritual. There's like, you know, there's a lot of kind of religion that goes into, you know, like religious preparation that goes into someone being mummified, you know? Right. But you mean to tell me that I can become a mummy just by getting bit by a spider? That's fucking stupid. <sighs> I'm not even that that's just plain old freaking stupid. And um you got and really the 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 way we can actually keep the mummy under uh we can keep the mummy from being resurrected is by covering her sarcophagus with mercury. Well, they believe the mercury... Like, this is legit... Uh, I think it was legitimate. I looked it up. Um, they actually believe mercury was... Um, mm-hmm. Right. Something that, like... Would, like, prevent evil or something like that. But, like, I just... I don't know. It's just... It's just, like, this movie instantly wanted a mummy. Like, so fucking quick. Because this movie moves really fucking quick like no time to fucking breathe you know they never give you a chance to take your breath or get into the characters you know um i feel like they wanted the mummy so bad that they used the mercury as an excuse to bring her back from uh from the dead whereas in the 99 film people forget the 99 film that first you know, half of the movie, the first hour of the movie, there's not a lot of mummies in it. You know, it's mainly just them walking through Hamanoptera and, you know, discovering the Book of the Dead or finding Imhotep's um, sarcophagus. There's not really a mummy that comes into the picture until like halfway through. Oh. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. I was looking up what mercury was it found in the Egyptian tombs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have no idea why it was used in e- or it was found in Egyptian tombs, but in uh, China or Tibet, mercury was thought to uh, prolong life. Right. But I don't know why they would even try using it. Mer- I don't know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. I just. Uh it's just it, it it's a lot of the writing in this movie is very lazy. I just it's a lot of it's oh, just yeah. lazy, you know. Um the action is horrible. Um I don't give a shit what's happening in the action sequences. Um one thing I will say is that the horror although it's not scary at all, you know, they rarely go for it as far as horror. Um you know, they did try to 
put in as much horror elements as possible. You know, like there's a couple moments yeah. where they actually did try, but even then, I just, eh, it's not really, it, it's not a horror movie. It's an action movie. That's what it is. You know, um, let's see. Um, the CGI is atrocious. Um, especially, oh my gosh, especially when she's um, coming up with basically the sand cloud you know the sand face oh, from God. you know the 99 movie um you mean the rip off yeah where they ripped off their own thing wait what where they ripped off their own like films yeah exactly with, uh, like the whole mummy yeah but it's like i don't know it's just like it looked hor. it looked like a ps3 graphic like, that's what it looked like you know, um, let's talk about the Easter eggs. There's a shit ton of them. Holy crap. I have never seen a movie with so many Easter eggs. Like in my life, like even the Amazing Spider-Man 2, as many Easter eggs as that one had. It like this movie has more Easter eggs than that movie even did, you know, um, they really tried to cram everything down your throat, you know, um, especially with the gold book reference. Oh my God. When I saw that, um, I, I don't, I think, I think I sent it, sent you my reaction on Snapchat or something, but, um, I, I was like, fuck. (laughs) Like I literally just yelled out, fuck. (laughs) Like that's, that's literally how I reacted. Cause I'm like, that's so that's the laziest thing you could have come up with. You mean to tell me our tie-in to the Brendan Fraser movies is the gold book? You could have had like the key or um or hell, have a picture of Brendan Fraser in the in the inside of uh Russell Crowe's office or something. Like maybe you could right? refer, that would have been pretty refer, refer to him as the founder or some crap like that. I don't know. Just something other than Oh, we're gonna use the gold book. Hits hits a she hits him in the head and then like drops it on the floor. Insert shot of the book. <laughs> um the final action scene is stupid. Um let's talk about Tom Cruise's uh meth head mummy look. <laughs> oh gosh. Um first of all uh, Do we have to talk about that? First of all, I gotta say this. I I found it I didn't even find it like um, see, because here's the thing. The Universal Monster movies, a lot of them were pretty damn tragic. Like, especially, like, with Frankenstein. You get into the Frankenstein stuff. A lot of the Universal Monsters, as scary as they were, they were pretty damn tragic. You know? And I know they were probably going for that when it came to Tom Cruise turning into a mummy and him trying to revive... Uh, Annabelle uh, Wallace's character, but oh my gosh, I found it so hilarious when he just yelled, just wake up! And then just becomes a fucking... He becomes a freaking mess! Like, I didn't get it. Oh my gosh, he becomes a freaking mess! Oh my gosh. 
oh, this movie. Um, and then the ending with uh, Tom Cruise's uh, fart cloud was hilarious. Um, yeah. Robert, any negatives? <laughs> Literally the entire movie belongs in a trash can. Okay, so none that stand out to you? <laughs> none of this. Literally, just throw the entire movie away. I don't want to remember it. Okay. I don't really remember. I want like I don't even want to remember. I that I was hyped for it. Well, you were, because I was there. I hate you. <laughs> hey, you know what? This is payback for all those times you reminded me that I like Suicide Squad. Oh yeah, yeah. Payback's a bitch. Go die. <laughs> Go die in a hole. Um. Okay. <laughs> okay so um do you even want to get into a rewrite do you have one <laughs> i do actually all right go ahead and well, get it somewhat of like a. so one we are connecting it to the mummy franchise but i wanted to keep it secret from the public until like we kind of get into it there is no uh russell crowe right right it's motherfucking Brendan Fraser as the head. Then we later discover he was cursed with immortality. Hmm. Cause so he outlived his family. He outlived his wife Vivi. Right? Right. So he's kind of a tragic character now, but so he created this to kind of hunt down monsters, uh, kind of like as a payback. Mm-hmm. For the curse, right? And so he created the whole uh, prodigium. Um, so he's in it. Tom Cruise. I'm recasting Tom Cruise, and I'm bringing in a new actor, like a new face. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's one of my major things. Is like we're connecting it to that one universe. Uh, Sophia Patella stays, but instead of her origin being that she wants to be queen. Right. Or, I mean, she wanted to be queen. Uh, I kind of want to go to a point where she's kind of like Azula. Oh. From Avatar. Oh, interesting. Uh, and then she made a deal with Set, the god of war. And then she's like this kind of warmongering pr- uh, queen, you know? Wow, that's that's actually really, that's really great. That would be fucking great. Yeah. She craves the battle or like the war, you know, uh-huh. like a fight. And so she, she's starting to like, uh, she declares war on, uh, well, humans because she's not human anymore. She lost that humanity a long time ago when she made that deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Prodigium is tasked with bringing down, um, her as the mummy. And Brendan Fraser's like, oh shit, here we go again. So he's kind of like the uh, mentor figure that I really wanted. And like, um, if I can like explain, like, have you ever seen the CW Flash? Yeah, yeah. With the yeah, older, uh, the yeah. older Flash was kind of hanging out with Grant Gustin, kind of being his like mentor yeah, kind of like that. Yeah. Or you know, so, I mean, I mean, more easier example would be kind of like uh, Rocky and Creed. You know. Oh, you know what? That is better. 
I was just watching Creed oh, two the other day, man. I got I got that on my mind right now. So. So yeah, kind of like that, right? Right. Um. One, the main character does not get the power of death. Like they have to seal the mummy up, mm-hmm. right? So we have that. They finally seal it. They redoor everything, and he's like, "Hey, I want to join this uh, whole club of yours." And Brendan Fraser's like, "Oh, there's a lot. Like you know, kind of like that banter." Right. And he, <laughs> and so we kind of like, we don't forcefully set up the other movies. We kind of hint to what's next. Uh huh. Um, and so it's just kind of like a basic thing, like changing the character motives. Um, honestly, like having it like connected to the mummy movies, I feel like people would be really um, okay with that. Oh yeah, because there's a huge fan base for it. Yeah, and so that's honestly the only changes I would do. Mm-hmm. Okay, so for my rewrite, I'm actually gonna share with you guys an idea that I've had for about. Since August of last year, when uh, I I think Robert, you remember when you came back that one time uh, when we talked about the uh, when we were on my uh, we we did that video where we talked about um, the spider the Sony and Marvel deal falling apart. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I remember when we were in the car. Um, I think we had just finished watching like Godzilla King of the Monsters or something. Um, yeah. But we were we were kind of driving around and we were talking and and I was telling you about my idea for a direct sequel to the 99 film. Um, I'm into the idea. I, I don't, not that I don't like cinematic universes. I do. I think they're cool. To me, I just wouldn't set up one with the mummy franchise. You know, I just don't think I would do that. Um, not that I don't think it can't work, because I think it can. I think, you know, the Conjuring universe has proved that you can have a very successful, even though some of the movies aren't good in that universe, but you oh, can have a successful horror cinematic universe. They've proved it. So it's not that it you can't work. A successful monsterverse. Yeah, or the monsterverse, exactly. Um, a six, well, kind of, kind of successful. The, no, it's pretty successful if they keep continuing making movies and not cancel it after one. Yeah, yeah. Um, but for me, my thing would would not set up a cinematic universe. It would it would be more of like the first part of a three part saga that ends the arcs of the, all the main characters from the original. You know. So the so kind of like Star Wars. It was very much like Star Wars, very much like the Star Wars sequel trilogy, except a lot better in every way. Um, so like the first movie, it would be very much, uh, it would, it would kind of pick up about thirty years afterwards. Rick is a a, a living in like um, the uh, kind of living in the woods. Um, he's kind of like a. a an old drunk lumberjack <laughs> um, just kind of doing his thing. You know, um, we find out that Evie left him uh, uh, Evie and their daughter this time around uh, left them after Rick kept going off and 
you know, going on more adventures after that first film. What we find out is that he kept going on. He just kept ha wanting that urge to get back on a battlefield, you know? Um, yeah. So he would, he would get, he would, he fought in, you know, World War Two. We would see him kind of getting involved in, you know, military uh, stuff, you know? Um, but then we would kind of introduce the other characters, kind of acknowledge the fact that we're getting rid of the Mummy Returns and Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. Like, there's one scene I imagine where Jonathan is in a nightclub uh, and he's um, drinking and telling stories of how he killed the Scorpion King and how he took out an entire terracotta army uh, and a Dragon Emperor, you know? Um, um, but basically, the basic premise of it would be um, this witch that was involved with the um, with what happened with Imhotep and all that, this witch that was kind of involved with it um, would end up getting kind of mummified, put away, and then she comes back um, wanting to rage, um, wanting to basically bring the world of the undead back to the living and start wiping out the world of the living and make the entire earth basically a land of the undead, you know, um, which is basically what the next, what these, what this trilogy would be. Um, the first movie, they would defeat the, the witch, but then the next movie, there would be a new set of villains that would basically carry on what the witch tried to um, accomplish the first time around, which is bringing up this, this, uh kind of the 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 world the underworld basically bring it to the land of the living you know right 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 um and so in the first movie in this trilogy Jonathan um is killed because that actually brings the O'Connells together because throughout the entire movie they're bickering they're fighting they they are basically a broken team and once Jonathan dies that brings them together you know, um, Evie dies in the second one um, to kind of bring Bre uh, Brendan Fraser's arc, kind of keep it moving forward um, and kind of to um, make him go through a loss in this trilogy and make everyone else go through a loss. Because by the time we get to the second movie, there'll be a, a kind of a fixed group. Um, and then in the final movie, um, Rick does not die, actually. Um, but oh, Ardeth Bay does. Um, Ardeth Bay dies. He has a son who ends up getting married to Rick and Evie's kid. And we kind of leave the door open for a possible cinematic universe. If they want to continue it, that's fine. Like, maybe they go off and they start an organization that looks for artifacts and supernatural artifacts or whatever. Um, maybe we kind of set that, we lay that groundwork. Um, but Rick's ending basically would be, he, it, you know, he spent his whole life fighting in wars, um, you know, taking out mummies. And now he can finally like, it's very similar. I, I compare it very much to Captain America's arc in the MCU where he did all this fighting and now he comes to, retirement and is now going to live a normal life this time rick 
is going to kind of do that same thing, except not travel through time and do it. <laughs> um, but he's actually now going to be living by himself, but he's actually going to be able to, um, to not have to worry about coming back for another fight. Um, he's done after this, you know? Um, yeah. Whereas his daughter and his, and son-in-law will carry on that next journey. If again, if I could ever come up with an idea to move forward with it, um, but as far as what I would do, that's kind of my rewrite. I'm using quotation marks, but the, that's kind of like what I would have done after the Brendan Fraser movies is just to kind of reset the timeline and just do something new and something different with the, the right. Brendan Fraser movies. So that's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's wrap this up let's get into our overall thoughts and then a score out of 10 robert what is it zero it is a failure wow you like tomb of the dragon emperor more than this yes wow wow well actually i give it one one out of ten yeah um um, I can't give it a one. I don't think it's that much of a disaster. Um, I think Ooh, Tomb of the Dragon Emperor is a disaster just because it feels, um, just because of how fun those first two movies were and how they dropped the ball so much. Um, for me, this movie just is bland. It's not... I, it's not even bland. It's like really bad, like really, yeah. really, really bad. Um, and I remember when I first came out of that theater, I said, this movie's horrible. And I remember you kept telling me, I thought it was okay. And then I was like, no, dude, this sucks. Yeah. I hated it. <laughs> it was, um, it was kind of like how, how you were with Suicide Squad and how I how I was with it, where I said, oh, I liked Suicide Squad. And you were like, no, dude, watch it again. Watch it. You will know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I kind of did that same thing, except I didn't rip you to shreds like you did with me. Um, but I, even from the first moment I saw this movie, I knew it was horrible. And it has only, my frustration with it has only grown after the rewatch, you know, cause I haven't rewatched this movie since 2017. Like legitimately have not rewatched this movie since 2017 and watching it again. I'm just more frustrated with it. So um, yeah, my score is going to be a, a two out of 10. Um, I mean, has some, you know, Russell Crowe is good. The dark universe logo looks cool. Two out of 10. So all right, guys, that will do it for our series of mummy reviews. Robert, we have done it. We have made it through. We have pulled through. How you feeling? I want to die. <laughs> um, and for those of you who are wondering what our next, what my, what the next series of reviews are, 
I'm going to be getting into Jurassic Park. I'm going to be dabbling into a little bit of Jurassic Park, uh, including the Jurassic World movies. I am going to include Jurassic World and Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom as a bonus. Um, Robert, I, I, I hope you can join me for those. Wow, Sorry. that was loud. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I hope you can join me for those. I would love to get your thoughts on, especially on the first one, because I did. Did you already know my thoughts? Yep. Uh, yeah, I know your thoughts, but you but do. do they know your thoughts? They will know my thoughts. They will. Wow, that got really dark and mysterious. Um, <laughs> I think we've just formed a better dark universe than Universal. <laughs> We're more terrifying. We are. We are. We are definitely more terrifying. And scary. Um, and here's my uh, my here's my um, monster roar. Are you guys ready? <clears throat> oh. <laughs> I think you just blew my eardrums. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. I'll talk to you guys later. Peace out.